Bibles, turn with me to the book of Leviticus, chapter 4, verse 27. bueno ver a todos esta noche and if anyone of the common people sin through ignorance while he doeth somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not to be done and be guilty or if his sin which he hath sinned come to his knowledge then he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goats, a female without blemish, for his sin which he hath sinned. He shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering, slay the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. For he shall take of the blood thereof with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering. He shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. He shall take away all the fat thereof as the fat is taken from off the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and it shall be forgiven him. Verse 27 says, And if any one of the common people sin through ignorance going to preach tonight about common things common things cosas in common common things let's put our bibles down let's go before the lord in prayer tonight jesus we love you and we thank you for your word that is forever settled in heaven God, I pray, Lord, for each and every person that is here. I thank you for them, God. I thank you that they are here. God, I thank you that they have decided to be in your house tonight. God, I pray that you would move in every heart and in every mind and in every life. God, we want your will to be done. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God, let your will be done. God, we will we'll thank you and we'll give you praise and honor and glory for it. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray somebody would be encouraged tonight, that someone would see their value tonight, that someone would understand their worth tonight. In Jesus' name, why don't we give God a hand clap of praise? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated tonight. We find in... Leviticus chapter 4, there is a plan for those who have sinned. Leviticus calls different uh, categorizing of people, it recognizes different categories of people in the Old Testament. When he was speaking of 
sin. He said, if there was any of the common people that sin, there is still a plan for their sin. It doesn't matter what rank they come from. It doesn't matter if they are the priest. It doesn't matter if they are a king. But if they are even just a common person, there is a plan for their sin. The purpose of the sin offering, el propósito de la ofrenda por el pecado, was to obtain forgiveness. Era obtener el perdón. The Hebrew word for this ritual means to forgive or to pardon. La palabra hebrea significa perdonar. Uh, this word is never used in regards to human beings as the subject. Esta palabra nunca se usa para personas. Meaning that only God can forgive sins. How many are thankful that God can forgive sins? Lo que significa que solos Dios pueda perdonar los pecados. Since forgiveness does not eliminate the possibility of punishment. El perdón no significa que no abra castigo. The desire was not to prevent punishment, but to obtain reconciliation with God. El deseo era reconciliarse con Dios. Psalm chapter 21 and verse 1 says, The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire and hast not withholden the request of his lips. Selah. For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked life of thee and thou gavest it him even length of days forever and ever. Let me tell you what's going on right here. The psalmist is praying and the psalmist is giving God thanks because when I prayed, I received what I prayed for. That God is a prayer answering God. We're preaching about common things tonight. He has life of thee and thou gavest it him, even length of days forever and ever. His glory is great and in thy salvation, honor and majesty hast thou laid upon him. For thou hast made him most blessed forever. Thou hast made him exceeding glad with thy countenance. For the king trusteth in the Lord and through the mercy of the Most High he shall not be moved. We find the king, the psalmist, is praising God for his many triumphs and his ongoing victory. El rey alabo a Dios por sus muchos triunfos y su continua victoria. These verses show praise from the human Messiah to the Spirit God for his triumph over every enemy. Estos versículos muestran la alabanza del Mesías humano a Dios por su triunfo sobre todo enemigo. In Psalm chapter 35 and verse 9, we find, And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. I've come to encourage someone tonight that because 
Because the God that we serve is victorious. Porque Dios es victorioso. We can be victorious. Podemos salir victoriosos. I find joy in living for the Lord. Encuentro gozo or gozo in vivir para el Señor. I find joy in living for God. There are times when we just feel like common people. When sin enters, when life gets hard, situations arise, we feel like spiritual dwarfs. Sometimes it's because of situations we've created. Other times it's because things have been done to us. But in Psalm 51 in verse 7 he said, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. You see, hyssop was a leafy plant that was used for the application of the blood of the sacrifices upon those who brought the sacrifices from the application of blood David is telling us that our sins can be washed away David is begging God to let the blood be applied to his life David está rogando a Dios que permita que la sangre sea aplicada a su vida in Numbers chapter 19 and verse 16, it says, And whosoever toucheth one that is slain with a sword in the open fields, or a dead body, or a bone of a man, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. We're preaching about unclean things. We're preaching about common things. But God has a solution for that which is common. And a clean person shall take his up. And dip it in the water and sprinkle it upon the tent and upon all the vessels and upon all the persons that were there and upon him that touched a bone or one slain or one dead or one grave. And the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day. And on the seventh day he shall purify himself and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and shall be clean at even. Let me tell you what was going on here. Uh, the book of Numbers lets us know. And if we begin to study young people. we'll begin to find out that they would take the ashes from the sacrifice and they were mixed. Las cenizas del sacrificio se mezcalaron with running water. The ashes were mixed with running water in a vessel and were then applied to the person who was unclean. Con agua corriente uh, y aplicado a la persona que estaba inmundo, inmunda. You see, the Bible tells us that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And that when his sacrifice would be made, sanctification takes place inside the vessel. 
with the ashes being mixed with the running flow of the Spirit of God and we become washed. I came tonight to preach to those that just feel common, those that might feel unclean. God has a plan for your commonness. God has a plan for your uncleanliness. David would pray in Psalm 51, make me to hear joy and gladness. That the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Sometimes God has to work me over. Sometimes he has to straighten me up. But David's saying even in those times where I feel like he's broken my bones, I can rejoice. I can hear joy. I can hear gladness. Lord, hide your face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. To hide means to turn away from. Esconderse significa alejarse de. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. It was David that knew his sin had placed him in a dangerous place. David sabía que su pecado lo había puesto en un lugar peligroso and that the only hope that David had for his survival was God y que la única esperanza que tenía para sobrevivir uh, era Dios restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit every once in a while we need reminded of how valuable we we are to God. Somos valiosos para Dios. We are valuable to God. Psalm 132 and verse 13 says, For the Lord hath chosen Zion. He hath desired it for his habitation. This is my rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her priests with salvation. Let me tell you, there is nothing like living for God. There is no life worth living that it's not lived for God. I'm not telling you to end it all. I'm telling you to jump in with both feet. I'm telling you to get in the flow of the Spirit of God and let God work. Let God move. Let God wash. Let God redeem. Her saints shall shout aloud for joy. That's why church ought not to be quiet. He's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. There will I make the horn of David to bud. I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. His enemies will I clothe with shame, but upon himself shall his crown flourish. Let me tell you tonight, you do not have to live common. You do not just have to go through the motions of everyday life. But you are called of God. You are chosen of God. psalm was more than likely sung as the Israelites made their way into Jerusalem. 
It was a reminder to themselves that there would one day be a Messiah who would come into their temple. Los Israelites cantaron este cantico para recordarles que el Mesías venía. The uncommon God would come down to common man. El Dios poco común se reduciar al hombre común. But in Acts chapter 10, after the Messiah has come, has lived, has been brutally crucified, buried, arisen, ascended, Pentecost has happened. The Spirit has been poured out. We read that there is a shifting that begins taking place. Pero en Hechos, Hechos Díaz, leemos que hay un cambio. Acts chapter 10 and verse 1, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming in to him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? He said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Verse 9 says, On the morrow as they went, his servants went on their journey. They drew nigh unto the city, and Peter was up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. He became very hungry, and he would have eaten. But while they made the food ready, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven opened, and a certain vessel descending upon him. As it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and the fowl of the air. And there came a voice to him saying, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. It's a voice that Peter recognized, a voice that he had spoken with time after time after time. Peter said, Not so, Lord. For I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time. What, hath, what God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. What God has cleansed, don't you call that common. Don't you call that unclean. It has been touched by God. It has been set apart by God. find it interesting tonight, this really doesn't have anything to do with things that are common or unclean, but find it interesting tonight that there's a simultaneous vision that happens, a two-part vision for the same occurrence that happens. The only other time in Scripture this has happened, it's happened with Cornelius telling him, hey, in a vision, go, send men to Joppa, there's Peter. He'll tell you what to do. And then the next day, as they're getting ready to knock on his door, Peter's having a vision about the same occurrence. The only other time in Scripture that this has happened is when Ananias sees a vision. Go down on the street 
called straight. There you're going to find Saul of Tarsus. And God has already given Saul of Tarsus a vision. I find it interesting that God is using the same mode, the same method to open the door to the Gentile individual in Cornelius, henceforth opening the door to the Gentiles. And then he's using the same method to call the greatest missionary that's ever been to the Gentile. Let me tell you, God cares about you and I so much that he used one common trait, one common occurrence twice to open the door and to have a man and a, uh, to have men and to create an opening for you and I to come into the church. Don't call that which God has touched unclean. Cornelius was a Gentile. Cornelio era un gentil. He was not a Gentile that had converted to Judaism. I'll say that again. He was not a Gentile that had converted to Judaism. For lack of better verbiage, Cornelius was uncircumcised. He wasn't like Timothy, whose mother was Hebrew and whose dad was Greek. Yet Timothy was circumcised. Cornelius was a Gentile through and through, but Cornelius had a desire to be in God's presence. No era un gentil que se había convertido al judaísmo. He was just a Gentile. El era simplemente un gentil. He is what the Jews would have labeled common. Ellis no lo que los judíos habrían etiquetado como common. Common things were things that were not set apart for God's use. Dios no podía usar las cosas comunas. However, we hear the words of the Lord saying, What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. Because just the touch of the Master is enough to make the form in the dirt come alive. I know it's messy, but when God touches it, anything is possible. I've come to encourage someone tonight. It doesn't matter how common you feel. It doesn't matter how normal you feel. In the hands of God, anything can happen. Sin embargo, Dios le dijo a Pedro que cuando salva a alguien se convierte en su hijo. You are a child of God. Eres un hijo de Dios. Eres un hijo de Dios. Eres un hijo de Dios. You're no longer just going through life. Ya no vas solo por la vida. But 
God desires for you to see your worth. Pero Dios desea que veas tu valor. You are no longer common. Ya no eres común. But have been set apart, sanctified for the kingdom. Ha sido apartado, sentafequido para el reino. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3. Therefore, because of all of that, with joy shall you draw waters from the well of salvation. I'm sorry, wells of salvation. That's not meaning there are more than one way to be saved. But what that means is, honey, there's plenty of the one way to go around. It's for you. It's for me. For all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Isaiah prophesied what Jesus would confirm. In John chapter 4, verse 10. But what the Samaritan woman got a revelation of in John chapter 4. Jesus answered and said to her, If thou knewest the gift of God, if you could really see everything that God has, and who it is, if you knew who you were talking to, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. This is just a little old well. You'll thirst again. You'll have to get a bucket. You'll have to bring a cooler. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not. Neither come hither to draw. As you said, it was not this well. You give me the water that you're talking of. The uncommon God. The Messiah. El Dios poco común. El Messias. Who came not in a king's palace que no vino en el palacio de un rey, but as the son of a carpenter, pero como el hijo de un carpintero. The mighty God came as just a common baby. El Dios poderoso vino como un bebé común, but showed a common man. How to have a relationship with an uncommon God. Pero mostró a un hombre común como tener una relación con un Dios poco común. And in this scripture that we just read, Jesus Christ the Messiah is talking to a woman with a common reputation. In Juan Cuatro, está hablando con una mujer con mala reputación. An impure reputation. Una reputación. Impure. God was showing her that her value 
did not come from a relationship with a man. Pero Dios le estaba mostrando que su, que su valor no provenía de una relación con un hombre. But by her relationship with God. Sino por su relación con su Dios. Common things become uncommon when God gets involved. Las cosas comunosas se, se vuelven poco comunas cuando Dios se involucra. I'm preaching tonight to a people that need to see their value to God. Estoy predicando a personas esta noche que necesitan uh, ver su valor para Dios. God gave his life for you. Dios dio su vida por ti. Don't waste your life by pursuing after sin. Musicians can come. Don't waste your life by pursuing after sin. No nalgastes tu vida persiguiendo el pecado. Let God use you for His glory. Dija que Dios te use para su gloria. Don't let the devil lie to you. Que el diablo no te mienta. You have value to God. Tú tienes valor para Dios. You have value to God. And when God has touched you, when God has filled you, you are not the same person that you used to be. You are not that old man. You are not that old woman. You do not have to continue in those old ways. You do not have to continue in that old thought process. You don't have to continue wondering whether or not you have any value because you are so worth everything that God has done. You're worth His life. You're worth His being. You're worth His creation. came tonight to preach to you that once you have been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost the evidence of which is speaking in other tongues everywhere in the New Testament someone was filled with the Holy Ghost they heard them speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance once you've been baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ, that process of sanctification, He just made you holy. You were not holy before, but you became holy. He made you holy. So you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps tonight. And remind yourself in the spirit, I am not common. I am not common.
I am not unclean. I am not the person that I was prior to my salvific experience. I'm not the same person I was before Pentecost. I've been changed. I've been delivered. I've been made holy. I've been made righteous. I've been made clean. Why don't you come to the altar tonight and let God move again? Why don't you come to the altar tonight and let God fill you again? Porque no vienes al altar esta noche y dejas que Dios te viene de nuevo. Why don't you let God move again? Let God fill you with His Spirit again. 